This podcast may contain strong language. Listener's discretion is advised. Welcome back to the uh, Northamptonshire Football Podcast. We're back again. Um, got Sam and Jason with me. Um, Sam, how you doing? You all right? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, all good, mate. Good week. Uh, Jay, you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good, brother. Good. good, man. And uh, we've got a special guest with us this week, Scott Carlin. Scott, you all right? Yes, I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me, chaps. No I'm worries. No to worries. It. Good to have you on, mate. Um, I thought before we get into you, Scott, we'll, uh, we'll have a look at the main subject of the footballing world, the World Cup. Um, it's coming home, England, 6-2 winners. <laughs> Still on that boat, yeah. <laughs> Samuel, dark horse, what happened to them? Well, they weren't quite as dark as I thought, clearly. To be uh, fair, the two goals they did score were absolute peaches, were they not? What, um, penalty? No, the, the finish, the finish. Come on, when it hit the underside of the bar. Um, the guy that's at Porto, and he scored five yeah, or six did, in the Champions yeah. League yeah. as well. I'm, uh, I'm working below the lads now, and he, uh, fucking, I don't know nothing about football. One of them came in, he went, oh, I told you, a golden boot, that bloke. And I was like, who is he? Uh, I don't know. The one plays with Porto. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, mate. Yeah, you don't know. You, what you're about. Advice, you support Man United, <laughs> mate. Oh, oh. Well, don't. <laughs> <laughs> leave it out. Leave it out. Get early for that. Um, so, what, what did you make of the England game? Anyway, did you, is it too early to read into a big win like that? Or I think I'm the wrong person to ask out of all of us. Like to be fair, way too early to look into. Around. Yeah, like, yeah. All respect to around, but <laughs> you know I mean? we'll uh, we'll have a, the bigger teams there. Be saying, look, I can see you two against Iran, or well, like, are they going to take notice for that, or what do you think? No, oh. no. You got to be what you got to be. You yeah. can only be yeah. what you can. Right, and they took the chances, and yeah, defensively still not great. But if you play in attacking football, that's our strength. I will say though, Sam, obviously having dig at United and Maguire on the pitch, it was still nil. He went off and they got us considered too. Like, you know what I mean? Are we going down that route? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, he did the goal first goal. goal. <laughs> yeah, he got spun and he went off. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. Was it? Were they not zero when he went off? No. No. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Yeah. Uh, it was one moment. He should have finished that header, shouldn't he? First half. Typical Maguire. Ball's cut going down one side. He's running back. There's a player running swag towards him. The left back's butt caught up the pitch. So instead of just looking over his shoulder and seeing he should clock him, he's ran inside, let that player, and the ball actually ended up falling to him and he skied it. But I just thought, typical Maguire, he never looks over his shoulder. Never. Hmm. I suppose his head's too heavy for it to turn. Say the name, turns like a cruise ship. Um, so, uh, did you did you watch the Wales game last night? Or I think we all did, didn't we? Yeah. Did you watch? I watched the yeah. second half. Yeah, the yeah. decent second half. To be fair. So, uh, yeah. Do you reckon they were? Well, it's, who do you think goes through them or America? USA, I think. I think USA. Really. Toss of a coin. I think mm. if Bill turns up. I think it's whoever yeah. scores the most goals against Iran. Realistically, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, what I was saying is... It could cause England a few, uh, bit of trouble, I think. Maybe even mm. the Raiders. Well, from a Leeds point of view, I mean, the captain is... Yeah. Playing for Leeds is always a good start for me, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, and then no. Aronson coming on, he, I thought he did well. I thought he did a bit. Yeah, I thought they'd do Wales, to be fair. But uh, I say fair play to Wales, like you said, they played good in the second half. Mm. Can they, uh, well, obviously, they'll be well up for the England game, won't they? Can they take anything off England, you think? No chance. No? No. I think England no. will rest players if they beat USA, they've already qualified. But yeah. I think they'll rest yeah. players, but I still think England second is we're all getting the wheels. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I think we should go back to something for Biff there. The, uh, the Newcastle striker getting a bit of a, a cameo, didn't he, for England? Wilson. Mm. Yeah, he's a good player. Good player. He's, and the good thing is, he's come from local football, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, I saw Kettering claiming him the other day. Kettering, yeah. Tamworth. Uh, oh, his his mm. brother plays for Rugby Town. Yeah, he yeah. played against Cookney in, in their league and that sort of thing. So Where's he from, like? Is he local? He's Coventry. He's he Coventry, like, mm. yeah. So he's done well. He's coming through local football mm. and then look at what he's achieving now, playing in the World Cup. Yeah, no, for a fact. Do you think, uh, well, I'll say it's come out about Tony now about all his betting scandal. Like, do you reckon that was the reason he got? Yeah. Do you I would think so because I think he should have been in the squad. I think yeah. everybody's arguing him with Callum Wilson, but I think yeah. they both should have been that's in. What, that's what I was but getting at. Do you think that's the reason I Callum Wilson's that, in there? Do you remember when um, Kieran Trippier went through a bit of this betting scandal stuff? But that didn't stop him being in the squads. He could ban so, for 10 games, though, wouldn't he? Got mm. something oh, on he ban, 10-game ban. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he did get banned. Yeah, mm. but yeah, that's the point I was making. Do you reckon Callum Wilson would have been there if Tony? Yeah, I think he would have. Yeah, yeah. you think he's? I think his girls are is. I think it's in the top of the Premier League. I think. Yeah, it's been doing well. Got eight games, eight, eight, six goals in eight games, something like this year. Hold a lot to see. Five. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I think the birth should have been there. Oh, fair play. Uh, one game I've, I've put down there was obviously the Argentina game this morning. Losing <laughs> uh, to the Saudis. Um, I'm sick of hearing about this record. Oh, Messi wins every game. He's going to win the World Cup on his thousandth game. Oh, that's gone, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's no Maradona. No, nah, nah. Um Do you read much into that? Obviously, that was their easiest game of the group. Like, do you can see them getting past Mexico and Poland? Or I think they, they lacked class near the end. I think they were flapping for the last 20 minutes, Argentina, just trying to get the result. And it kind of showed with the sound. They of ideas, didn't they? I think so, yeah. yeah. They rely yeah. on Messi too much, I think. But as well, I'm sure... Did... Did Michaelis still play in defence? I'm sure he did. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Really, really, really old guy. Still in the, in the team. And I see Lissandro Martinez, your guy. Yeah. He, he was on the bench. Yeah, he was. Like, was he, yeah. They did have about five Martinez playing there at one point. Martinez, <laughs> yeah, the fella up front as well, didn't they? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, obviously, um, we've given all our predictions. Are you, how, how do you fancy England's chances there? I think we'll go. I think we'll get quarter semis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a bit of luck in football, you never know. Could no. no, I fancy Brazil. Let's be fair. Got strength look in that squad. God, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, England, America next. We all saying England, are we? Gonna have to, you know. Pains yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, two them. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, well, I think England, but I still think USA could give them a good game. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I said yesterday, I was talking at work to one of the lads, I said 1-0 just to England. I think they'll get through them. I think it'll be a tough test, like Jay says, but yeah, 1-0 England will do. Mm. It's the result at the end of the day, and that's it. Um, yeah, moving away from the World Cup, and Sam, we'll have a little talk to you about your football this week. What have you been up to this week? Um, so, no game with the 18s on Thursday, because um, I think it got called off due to the weather conditions, to be fair. Um, but we have got the rearranged game this week, so we've got Bugbrook. Um, bit of an awkward one for me. 
because um, Levon Stewart, who's the uh, Chester United striker, has been banging in the bleeding goals, <laughs> playing against me. Um, reminded me on Saturday that he scored three against me last time he played against me. Nice. Always nice. And um, Shadaraz has moved from Moulton to uh, Bugbrook as well. Really, really good player. I think he was knocking on the door at Moulton's first team as well. Um, so that helps. Um, Urchester. Big yeah, old game on Saturday yeah, for Urchester. Result. Massive, massive result. I bet uh, Gaff was buzzing after that, wasn't he? Uh, he was fuming for about 20 minutes as Rob I got sent off. But yeah, he was buzzing <laughs> at the end. They have, yeah, undefeated, I think they are. Yeah, they were undefeated. Yeah, that's, how, that's their first loss there. So They've got a few big boys come in, though. I think they've got an ex Harbour Town striker. Um, Max Payne got injured within about 20 minutes. Did thank he? God. Yeah, yeah <laughs> thank God. Praising him last year, yes. Oh, mate, man of the match by an absolute country last week. How did um, Noel Duffy get on? Um, it was a little less quiet than he was last was week. He, yeah, yeah, I say you were slating him last week. I was, yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, but, um, he pointed me out, I reckon, as well. Yeah, he probably did. Um, but yeah. that's by the by. Um, no Levon scored there, and so did uh, Cami. Um, great goals in a pair of them, to be fair. Nice little finishes. Um, Definitely a finish above his years for Levon. He's only yeah. 16 years old and he's banging him in against big, big, experienced defenders. And uh, Josh McAdoo, the ex Wellingborough Town goalkeeper, yeah, yeah. absolutely did him. Took uh, Cammy took the ball round him, slotted it in the bottom yeah. corner. Um, yeah, oh, fair play. I will say, yeah, uh, we're going to move on to the rest of the fixtures in a in a little while. But I mean, that opens that league up nicely, doesn't it? Oh, it does for us. Yeah, it means yeah. we can pounce yeah. look for promotion. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, no game for you this weekend, Jay. No, it was a no. cup weekend, so yeah. we got knocked out first round. So <laughs> had a nice weekend off. You just, uh, you're not doing anything else? No, no other football this weekend, no? No. Fair play. Um, Scotland, your game of the weekend. Yeah. Um, go on, tell us about it. Uh, squad was depleted. I had uh, eight or nine missing due to it was a couple at weddings, but then... Also, because I've got some of the college and the 23 boys playing. They had a big game Friday against Morpeth in the, in the National Youth Cup, which they won 4 0. And then they had a big game yesterday against Northley in the league. So we had to really look after them as well as looking after that. But like you say, I had still 14 in my squad. Very frustrating game. Uh, referee was horrendous. Was he? Yeah, <laughs> absolute horrendous. I think I might have seen that in your match report on Facebook. To be fair, so um, yeah. obviously the, Three of the softest penalties I've ever seen in play. Yeah. So um, I say Newport Pagnell, um, obviously three-one, and three penalties. It weren't they didn't score three, did they not? Was it two penalties? Two, uh, and I'll keep a saved one. Ash, who I've got to learn from, would be saved the first one, but then they got given another one, which put them one nil up. Then we equalised and and they and they scored a goal which was dubious offside. Looking at the photographs and the video thing, it looks like it was offside only just, but it was offside. But mm. we were down. We had a sin bin at the time, so yeah. we had ten minutes at the time. There was only two minutes left of that sin bin, and then they've got a penalty in injury time. Let's see it. Was it um, so obviously Newport they're high flying at the minute. Everyone else wants in the league. How frustrating was that result? Like with obviously the two penalties and yeah. I bet you were fuming, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I, well, I wasn't. Fuming with the boys, we, we no, didn't play no. at our best, but we put in a good shift. And yeah. I'm not sure we did enough to win it, but I'm not sure we did enough to lose the game. Have they still got the majority of the squad they took to Wembley, Newport? Or? Yeah, and they've added a few. They had a couple of lads, about a good lad of front, Albie Hall, scoring goals for fun. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Kept him quiet. He scored a penalty. That was his only contribution, really. Good player. Got, good um, player. Is it Jake Newman that used to be? Jake Newman wasn't in the squad. They've got uh, Shane Bush, who was played for. Myself at Diamonds last year, mm. so he's an experienced player. Mm-hmm. They've got a few, they've got 
Got a good side. Yeah. Very good side. Pitch weren't great because they had a game on on Wednesday with the bad weather. We had to cut up a lot. The pitch weren't great, so it weren't didn't really play, get the ball down and play how I'd like to play. But so we had to play the elements. But yeah, frustrating. But yeah, we did okay. We're a young side as well. We're a young side. Yeah. It's very young side. Any of the young players stick out that you want to mention or? Uh, if I do, other teams will come calling because of our budget. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to have a little look into your uh, so your cook no career anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's been in the job six months now. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah, that's Took right. over in May June time. Yeah. So, um, how's how's how, how we settled in? How's yeah? How's it going? We seem to be getting there. It's, it's getting there gradually. It was a a tough uh, start because I think at the both squads, the first team and reserves. The first team have only got three players that were there last year, so I've had to bring in a lot of players. Wow, that's a lot. And a lot, and a lot of them are 18, 19, 20, so a lot of them haven't been playing men's football a lot. And so only now they're getting used to it, seeing at the game better now, they're learning how to play men's football. Mm. And I'm, I've brought in two or three experienced lads as well, which helps. But at the minute, um, we're, we're going in the right direction. Yeah. We're going in the right direction. Yeah, so I was looking at the table there. So you're three points off the bottom, obviously. But yeah, so you got two games in hand over most of the teams around you. Yeah, um, I'll take you up to the ninth, sort of mid-table yeah. there or thereabouts. Do you? Uh, what was your plan there for the season? Are you, what's your aim? Our aim was to better last season and do better in the cups. And at the minute, we've got we're in the semi-final of the senior cup, which we've got to win against Kettering Town at home yesterday. So cool. that's a tough really game. Nice, there. tough game, but a good game because we well up for in the anyway. cup, there's Kettering Town. Who was step two? Peterborough Sports. Who was step two? Or Corby? Who was step four? So we are the massive underdogs in that, but we all know what cup football's like. Oh, yeah. it. And it's a term, bit of a money spinner. If Kepman bring a few, and they generally do, to be fair. Yeah, and then like you say, and we're we're in the quarterfinal of the Knocker Cup now as well. So we're in the last eight of that. We went away to Boston last weekend. We'd only lost once at home and beaten one nil. So nice. So it was a good oh, yeah. performance, travelling that far to win mm-hmm. one nil. I did read about that that game there online earlier. <coughs> uh, apparently, it was a hell of a goal. Well, Jesse's yeah, yeah. Je- Jesse, good player. He was a reserve player last year. He's got ten goals this year. I know Wellenbrough comes sniffing around him, but hopefully we, he sticks with us because, like you say, we're only in November. He's twenty year old. We're trying to develop him as a player, and he seems to be enjoying it. Ten he's goals, ten goals already from. He's like awake. We've. Turned him into a striker, realistic. He was a white mm. man, and we've been down the middle and got 10 goals. So I'm hoping he stays with us. Nice. So you said about um, obviously the lads weren't at the best, but they weren't, it weren't a bad performance there against Pagnell. Um, another tough game coming up there for the weekend. Yeah. Coventry, is it going to be the same sort of a lineup, or are you going to mix I'll, it up? I'll have, a few back. I'll have a few backs, so which will help us, especially making the squad better. Might have more options off the bench. I think Saturday, I only had. One out now forward, which was Jesse at the player. Will Bates, who's predominantly a right back, centre half. He had to play up front and he scored, to be fair to him. He, he can play in a few positions, but mm. hopefully get him back in his better position, sort of thing. And then we have a couple of forwards back, which will help us. Sphinx, like you see, I, I've been speaking to their gaffer quite a lot. Company Sphinx gaffer, he's been giving me info on teams they have played, and I give him info on their teams. Yeah. I'm hoping he texts me about that info for Saturday. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have yeah. a bit of banter between each other. But I'm not there Saturday. I'm away for the weekend. I'm going to Newcastle for a few days on Thursday. Nice. So okay. going to see family before Christmas and that. But I'm not there. But I'll leave it down to me. Trusting assistance. Yeah. If they uh, win, it's, it's 
may win because I've course, been of course, yeah. Yeah. Lose yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was, I was looking into Cookno then um, they've got a couple of youth teams as well obviously a reserves team yeah um, being the first team Gaffer do you have much much to do with them uh, me and Ian who runs the reserves he, like, he took the job I think March time last year before I got the job and it it was at Earl's Barton before that, so he's, he's brought a few of the Earl's Barton boys in, and a couple of them have been playing first team and doing really well, so they've stepped in quite well. Uh, mm-hmm. In the end, there's a really good... It's not nice being a reserve manager. Like, I've texted him on uh, Friday and said, look, I've only got 13, I'm going to have to nick one. How many got? He said, I've got 13 and a half. I said, oh, I thought you got <laughs> oh, one of the lads. Got a girl at half time. All right. But he managed to get 14. But, yeah, and they're, they're a youngish side, bit like us. So it's been a rebuild for both squads, first team and reserve. So this year, it's mm. just let's steady the ship. Mm. Let's get the players in, get them experience of first team and reserves, and then we'll have a go at it next year. Yeah, nice. And the youth team, yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot to do with the youth team, but we are looking to, I'm having, look, especially with my background with the Academy of Diamonds, looking to get more in and help set up more teams and hopefully get into JPL stuff or mm-hmm. MJPL stuff to make the club bigger and stronger sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um you mentioned Diamonds there obviously. Yeah. Um obviously we're well well respected there at Diamonds. Um you were there ten years, I believe. Yeah, I was there ten years. Yeah. Went there I think they had a first year where they were just an under eighteens form when the Phoenix Club formed. And then I got involved when the men's football come around and yeah we were really successful over the 10 years yeah myself mark Storms, who was manager at the time then pigs he took over well like make myself him and lammy and then lammy left due to work reasons and then champs come in and like you say and then we just carried on the success it's always been a work in progress with the three management squad we had and we did really well yeah good um obviously there's loads of respect for diamonds around northamptonshire as well what was your reason for leaving them? Like, obviously, being there ten years and creating, basically creating it from near enough to start. Yeah, it was it was two things really. Uh, when Andy left to go to Tamworth, uh, he rang me on the Sunday and said, "Look, I've been told me mum and dad Tamworth have been in touch with me, bloody blah, 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 the club. I'm going to go and speak to them." I said, "Well, you've got to go and speak to them." And he said, "What's your thoughts?" I said, "Well, uh, with me still being head of academy, I want to see the season because I still had my under 18s and I, I think I owed them because I've been with them from under 11s to see mm-hmm. the season out with them. And then Burge come in and I thought I owed it to the club to support Burge, who was new to the job and things like that. And he's good lad, Burge, and that, to be fair. And then when this season finished, I just couldn't have got in touch with me, see if I fancied chatting to them, see if I fancied that, listen to what Waggy the chairman had to say. Or the owner had to say he's very ambitious, wants the club to push on, mm. doesn't want them just being in step five, wants to push on into step four. And I thought, oh, I fancy, I fancy a bit of this. And then, like you say, I, I put it to the club. I was quite happy to stay as head of academy, but they just thought it was a conflict of interest, which I totally get if, if I'm nicking some of their better players or whatever sort of thing. But and I, and that's that's the reason I left. I just yeah. thought I wanted to go on my own. I could have gone to Tamworth with Andy, but we made work starting at five o'clock in the morning, and then. Doing the college stuff in the afternoon after I finished work and then traveling to Tamworth, I went a half a day and I thought two, three times a week getting home at half 11 in great. Just going back to your 18s, I think um, 
my first ever under 18s managerial win was against your 18s. I think it was before. <laughs> it was the college boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 3 2. I'd put you in your place a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. And he went, sorry, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I did as well. That's the worst thing. Yeah. It's the respect that you've got at, exactly. at Diamonds, though, because yeah. you, as you guys at the podcast know, Biff was my boss at Diamonds and brought me into the club for the, the pre academy stuff and still going strong there. And it was kind of down to Biff that I got involved. So, in so do you owe him like for where you are now? Then, would a you little say, bit, yeah. yeah, I would say <laughs> that. Yeah, certainly so. Because obviously, his experience in kind of stuff and bits and bobs helped me go forward yeah, and kind of, of course, mentored yeah. me in bits that I was a little bit edgy with or, or if you were. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, you really helped me in that sense. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, so. yeah. um, I was reading an article there. You say about Andy left to go to Tamworth. That sounds like a, a big move for him there. Um, the article I read was, uh, I called it a shock departure. Was that just because of the sense that it was, you know, last minute and told it was anyone? I shocked because it was February and we were sitting pretty in the playoffs. I think we'd only lost one game in 21 or something mm. like that. But I think as a management team, myself, Andy and Shams, I think we felt come the end of the season, we took the club as far as we could mm. with no disrespect to Diamonds that haven't got the biggest budget in the world. And that's no fault of their own. That's the Rafana club. And that's how they run the club. Tamworth have probably got a bigger budget. Well, I know they've got a bigger budget. So Andy just felt it was the right time to go. But saying that, Tamworth for fourth bottom of the league when Andy took over, hadn't yeah. won in donkeys games. And I think they've lost four league games in 30-odd games since he's been in charge. Oh, nice. They've just beat Boston yeah. United in the uh, trophy who were league above them, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So I think he took uh, a couple of players, including Bully. Yeah, he's, he's took Bully, Collard. <laughs> which he's had a bit of stick for from the Damons fans, but... Taking Champs as well, that was a great move as well. Yeah, Champs, great move. Chappers went to start with him as well, but Chappers has had to step away because his wife just had another baby. Hmm. But you take if you go with a team, you take people you trust, whether it's your coaching staff and the likes of Liam Dolman and Alex Hmm. Collard, top, top players. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, top, top players. Not just top, top players, top, top lads who are are winners. I don't think it went down well. I think Bully scored an absolute... Worldy of a goal, didn't he, for Diamonds the week at before? Tamworth, two, yeah, yeah, at Tamworth, yeah, yeah. Yards, yes, <laughs> I think they see the ambition of Tamworth, the, mm. the trusted Andy, the trusted Champs, and, mm. and the top of the league at the minute. Is he what they've decided Flying. is spot on? Yeah, 100%. Uh, fair play. Obviously, when he left, I was reading there, uh, Tim Duddin took over. Yeah, Tim's uh, head of education, so he's my boss at Morton College. Yeah, you wait for air coach, excellent coach yeah. for, for such a young boy as well. He's well, young boy, he's 27. I'm near enough. His dad, I've got a daughter the same age as him, and I give him stick about that all the time. But what a coach he is, uh, him and myself were named like as caretaker bosses, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't, we did a couple of training sessions, went to play on the Saturday travel to Biggles where they got called off because of the oh, weather. Okay. So that pissed us off a little yeah, bit, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. And then in the week, the point in Annie Burgess, so we never yeah. got a chance to no, run it ourselves, which we were disappointed with. We were happy to do it later in the season, but we understood the club's yeah, decision yeah. to bring a hero back to the fans and to the club that played for many years for the club. Ultimately, you know, he didn't last too long either, though, did he? Yeah, I think it was tough. I think it was tough, Andy. I think I see a lot of people giving him stick on that, and I've spoken to him a few times and that and tried to help him mm. when I left the club. That you say the budget's not great. Mm-hmm. He didn't really know the league, I don't think, but he 
very professional in what he does. Training was really good, and in the same I worked with him. Yeah, stuff in the change room was really good. Mm-hmm. Like you say, I, I learned a little bit from him, sort of thing. And I just think with a lot of the good players leaving, you think we've gone from playoffs to most of the team. I think there's only two or three lads still there that were there last year. Mm. It was always going to be a tough ask. And what I've, I haven't watched them play this year. I'm going to go and watch them when they play uh, Tamworth in a couple of weeks at Diamonds. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen them play. Red, red stuff. I've, I've spoken to a few of the fans that message me now and again just to tell me what's going on. And I just think they're a young side by the sounds of it. And it's step three. They need a few world heads. They've got yeah. the best keeper in the league hmm. in Dean Sneds. Oh, God, yeah. 100% the best keeper in the league. Wasn't he a, a youth international for Wales? Yeah, I think so. I couldn't be sure, but yeah, top, top keeper. But they need another five or six of them. Hmm. And I think they're just struggling to get them in. Hmm. Right, so, um, so obviously, Diamonds, everyone knew them around the town there. Um, obviously, had their money issues years and years ago. Um, now they've restarted. You said not got a big budget. Is there anything? Sort of in the, in place to stop that happening again. Is it is it a case it's, of it's, it's... A fan, fan and club? So the fans all have a vote on what happens within the club. I'm not sure if it's gone as far as it can be in a fan and club mm-hmm. if they want to compete yeah. higher up the league, sort of thing. I hope it doesn't go the way it did because it, no. I had 10 great years there, good, good people there, and good fans as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, good fans. You, they can give you stick. I've had a few rows with a few of them. But, <laughs> and they can say they're the ones that text me now and message me now and things like that because they respect you. What you did, that you say when I left, I got a few messages from some of the fans. Left a legacy, and it's nice. They don't have to say that to me no. or Andy or Champs or people like that. And I just think they're going through a hard spell at the minute. Yeah, and I just think the needs as a club, fans. Support, supporters, volunteers, management players need to come together. I mm-hmm. think that's the only way that it seems to be a lot of it in fighting from what I see on Twitter and things like that. And they need to, I think they need to stop that and get how it was before when we were all together. It used to be one for all. That was the motto of the club. Mm. And I think they need to get back to that and support each other. Yeah. Support the decisions getting made and support the manager, support the players, whoever the manager is, whether they like him or not as fans, support. Yeah. He's the manager. Yeah. He, he doesn't want the club to get relegated, does he? What manager right. would want to finish bottom of the league? Yeah, you never want to go into a job nah, to finish exactly, bottom, yeah. are you? He wanted to do the best he can. But whether the fans like him or not, get behind him. Yeah. Get behind him. Get behind the players. They're a young side. They need as much support as they can. Right, fair play. That's right. Um, obviously, move, going further back than Diamonds, and if you don't mind, I'll see you at another great club there, Spencer. Yeah, I was it. played for Northampton Spencer and I was coached there as well. Been there for long. I was there for about five, six years as a player. Yeah, fantastic club to play for. We won the league cup when I was there. Yeah, great chairman and Graham Wrighton, who sadly passed away not a few months back. Hundreds at his funeral. Hundreds. What a good man he was. And it was. And then, like you say, I went in coaching there. I went in to support Steve Jelly, who was one of the town's best players around at the time, or when he played. And then Rob Gould came in when Steve stepped down. I stayed on as like assistant manager. And then Andy Pigs come in as well when Rob decided to go to Wellington Town. Yeah, some good good years there as a player, as a coach. Fantastic club, fantastic club. I say that was sad to see they they went as well, didn't they? Yeah, I think you see Graham Graham ran the whole show really, mm. and like they say there's some fantastic committee members as well. And and I mean, but once he decided 
to step aside. It was a shame that nobody yeah, stepped yeah. forward to take it on. But I know somebody's running the club now and they seem to be going from strength to strength, the youth club sort of thing, so, which is good. Yeah, I think it's Chris Bayless that does a lot there, Yeah, yeah. We tried to help Chris out a few times and mm. things like that, but it's good to see them like, rising again sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, nice. Have you been down to the ground there since? Not really. I've, no. I've had a visit because we were going to, when we had the Diamonds and the 18s, we couldn't really play a lot at home because of the pitches were Grand Show and Rushenheim. So I went and spoke to them and we were going to use that on a Thursday mm. night to play the games. And I, I think we used it a couple of times and, and then we ended up doing the scholarship with Milton College sort of thing. So I think so we didn't need that after all. But yeah, it seems that they've pressed on and mm. it's doing well. Mm. All right, good. Yeah, I think they host a lot of things there. I think they've got like, um, I think it's Leicester Foxes. Yeah, I think, I think so. they do yeah, that yeah, there yeah. as well and bits and bobs like that. Yeah, which is good. Mm. I know they do. Uh, I want to remember the Spencer Sixes they used to do there. Yeah, mm. great tournaments. They were playing them, and drinking uh, and playing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And playing in the vets as well. <laughs> that's when that I was first... even worse. <laughs> there were some good players in the vets team. Put it that way. It but used think... to be a feeder club for the Cobblers many years ago, did it not? Yeah, a, lot. a few remember, decent high-level players went I from there. I remember when I was saying for the Cobblers when I was like sixteen when I come down, mm. we used to play Spencer every year in a pre-season friendly. Mm. So I think so. It was quite good. Yeah. Nice. And you get a feel of the club, then you get a feel of the people, and you think this is a white. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a good, good little club. Hmm. That's where I played my first uh, men's football game there, uh, Spencer Six. <laughs> I was only 16, and the lads are giving us beers, and it's on the piss. I've cut like it's decent, so <laughs> no, it's good. Now, moving away from Spencer, then obviously, yeah, uh, I um, so I, was, I googled your name there. And uh, get images come up. Yeah, um, it can buy a picture of you for three hundred and seventy-five quid. What a steal! Uh, yeah, bargain, <laughs> bargain. Did you uh, did you buy one yourself, or you, is it you selling them? Or? <laughs> <laughs> My parents wouldn't even buy them. So yeah. I didn't know nothing what you're talking about. But if people want to buy them three seven five and give money to somebody else, I can sell you them cheaper for fifty quid and they'll be better than the ones on Google. <laughs> but Dylan, if you're listening, Dad does want a uh, photo for three hundred and seventy five for Christmas lad. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even wish me happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, you're joking? No. So what chances my son got of buying a photograph of me? But he seems like such a uh, nice boy as well. Yeah, <laughs> hey, dig him out for that. You know what's coming for your birthday? Yeah, <laughs> three hundred seventy five pound picture. <laughs> uh, there's another thing I wanted to just ask you there quickly. I know. Um, Biff, where's that come from? Isn't it now, everybody thinks it's because I used to work on the bins. It's it's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> when I was saying for long book years ago, I knew the physio, and he nicknamed me Biff. I remember the Viz comic? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I live with grandparents, so I do actually know that Google comic. Google yeah. the Viz comic. It was uh, a couple of uh, two lads in Newcastle made up. The comic, and they used to sell it around all the pubs and that in Newcastle. It was all like Sid the Sexist. Remember Sid the Sexist? Yes, I remember that one. Biffa Bacon, the fat slags. (laughs) So Biffa Bacon was, you know, to be like his big tough Geordie. Did you spell main paint? And he'd smack somebody and things like that. And I just got that nickname Biff, and it's just Mm -hmm. stuck ever since from being 18, 19 in Northampton. And majority of people call me Biff. So I called you Biff for ages as well. It just sticks. I'm happy with it. If that's what people want to call me, I'm happy with that. I've been called worse. By myself on a couple of games, I presume. Probably on Saturday as well from the Newport Bagnall. So, obviously, the next question um, is why did you come to Northampton? Uh, 
Obviously right. football. But... Yeah, football. Football was the prime source. Uh, I got scouted playing for local it's a boys club football in Newcastle. It's a bit it's a bit strange, Northampton. Football for kids football. All the best players seem to go to one or two teams. In Newcastle, you have to live in the area for the team you have to play in. So it makes oh. the league much, much stronger. Rather than one team, mm. just take all the best players. You have to live within like two, three miles of how the crow flies to your local club. Oh, okay. So you've everybody's heard of Wolves and Boys Club. Yeah. Yeah, we've got hundreds of players, Alan Shiva, people like that all played for them because they lived in that area. Yeah. I played for a boys club called Montague and North Fenham Boys Club. We were as big as Wolves End, but Wolves End have like kicked on a little bit. And it was always between us and them, whoever won the league, because all the teams, all we had all the best players and then region of the towns sort of yeah. So it was quite good. And then both teams come you saw us come together and play for like Northumberland or City Boys and things like that. And I ended yeah. up getting scouted for the Cobblers. Got scouted for a few other teams, but decided to say for the Cobblers. I had a Geordie manager at the time, Graham Carr. Yeah. Had a load of Geordies playing for as well, like down here, sort of thing. So it was quite good at training. I think I moved down in 1988. Left mm. school in May 88, moved down here in June. Used to play North, East, South and training and things like that. So it was quite good. And nice. I know, but I always used to win. And that's where I met Andy Peaks. Yeah. And he's been like, my best mate for the last 40 years, sort of thing. So... Uh, and then I left Cobblers, didn't get a contract, yeah, went to Scotland for a few months, uh, went on trial to Aberdeen, Willie Miller, remember he was captain of Scotland and he was the manager at Aberdeen and things like that. And mm. I went there, then I went to Montrose, who Doug Rugby was manager, he played for Chelsea in Scotland and that, and enjoyed it and that, but decided to move back to Northampton. Could have gone back to Newcastle, but for some reason I made a lot of friends and things like that down here, and I just thought, I'll come give it a go here, and just played Loki on Buckby, yeah. Spencer, People like that, and then book book, and then just got into managers when I was about 26, 27. The book book, and then just fell into coaching. I've always loved coaching and just been at it ever since. Sort of. What was the standard of football like in Scotland? Good, really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Any big names at the time at Aberdeen that you remember? Or? Not off the top of my head, but they, they were like one of the, they were in the top three at the time of the yeah. Scottish Premier League, Rangers, Celtic, and then Aberdeen. Aberdeen, a really big club really really big club yeah and it helped because my dad was living up there the same he was living just outside Aberdeen so he managed to get me a trail up there nice because he knew, he got the new Willie Miller socially so I got a trail up there and it was quite good because I was only like 18 at the time and they have they had the under 21 system before the English states it was like under 18s in yeah England, and then that that was it they had the under 21 so it was quite good it was totally different to Northampton how the setup was and all mm. that and then they sent me to Montrose which I really enjoyed. But the only thing with Montreal is they were part-time club because they were oh, in okay. Division 1. Mm. They only trained like twice a week and you were living in... Montreal isn't the biggest villages in the world, so a young lad, not, not a lot to do for you during the week sort of thing. And you get a bit bored yeah. sitting in the digs playing the old football manager. Sort of not yeah. the modern stuff they got now, the old football manager. Obviously, how was your coaching career, that? Got exactly, you in. They just come back to Northampton. Really, sort of yeah. I, I played at Ibrox. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Played Ibrox in a reserve game sort of thing for Aberdeen, so it was quite good. And Hibs' ground, so you got to, I got to play a couple of decent grounds. Is that Easter Road, that one? Easter Road, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like say, Pachodri a couple of times, so it was quite good. Nice. It's a nice venue to play at as well. Mm. So when you when you obviously you were up in Scotland there and you decided to come back to Northampton there, 
Did you have a club lined up when you got here, or did you just come down and see? Not really. See I just practice? like say, I just rented rented like a room sort of thing, and because I knew a lot of people down here and blah blah. And then like you say, Mick, who was who I knew from drinking in the Queen Anne and King so he said, "I'll oh, come over Long Buckby." And I went there and like you say, got to know a lot of the lads there and just started playing there. And it was, like you say UCL football, decent standard and things like that, and mm. got to know the lads. Manager at the time, Mick Ems. Unbelievable manager. He was head and, he's head and shoulders one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. He's still does a bit of coaching now. He worked for uh, Derby County when they were in the Prem. He worked for Birmingham City when they the Prem after he left like Lombardy and things like that. He's mm. way for here. No nice. pro license. He's, he's class. He's done a few sessions for me. Cook and I still keep in touch with him and that. So, and I just thought well, I learned from him. Brilliant mm. coach. And then, like you said, then I went to Spencer. Said it leave Long Buckby. I went to Spencer, enjoyed my time there as well. Like you see, and then then went to Bookbrook, uh, ended up becoming manager there after a season because the manager yeah. left after getting promoted. And, up, and that's how I got started in like, my coaching career, realistically. Nice. So you coached a few younger teams there as well, like, was that um, as well as doing these um, uh, sort of. Pro- I didn't really go into the youth football. Yeah, I, I like you say, I had my first job, I was, I think I was 27 when I got the football job in the UCL Prem that just been promoted. I think we finished ninth in the first year. And it's a bit like the Cooper thing I had now. We had lost a lot of the players from that year. Mm. And then so I brought in a lot of, went like Ketchum Town and Rushton Diamonds and got a lot of like 17, 18 year olds had a really good season. And the following year, I ended up losing them all to people who have given them more money and things like that. And then it was a struggle and they decided to get rid of me. And then, like you say, and then I went Blizworth, managed Blizworth, did well there. Got yeah. the Junior Cup final, lost on penalties and things like that. And then I decided I just want to concentrate on coaching and just went as assistant managers and coaches. And then the mm. rest is history. Damon's, Spencer. Yeah. And then, like you say, and then I decided I'll go back into the management spot for myself. Yeah. Experience I've got. Looking at Longbutby, I think we've got their manager on it in a couple of weeks' time, haven't we? Their current manager. Quick. Yeah. Um, I don't know personally, but he's, what I've heard from him, he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got, yeah, well, I've been speaking to him. We haven't got a date set yet, but he's he's said he's going to come on a lot. So, yeah, that's one to look forward to, obviously. Um, obviously, we've got Jack next week, Hayford manager. Yeah. Um, the uh, Cobblers ladies goalkeeper yeah. coach as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. Jack, messenger? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack was going to become my goalkeeper coach at Cookner, but because of the Hayford stuff and the Cobbler stuff. Mm. I also got my job at the college for years. We got paid for that, which I was <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Jack's a good lad as well. He's my lad used to play for his dad, Carl. Yeah. Falcons. His dad went Falcons youth teams for ages. Yeah. So he coaches my lad now a lot, Jack does. Yeah, he's, good lad, he's, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. I say I'm watching some of his Instagram videos of him drinking and Jack goes looking at him, what's he doing? I'm like, yeah, just don't worry about it. Just <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, no, that'd be good. I'm looking forward to that one with Jack because he's uh I say he's the same as us, he loves a drink. Um obviously your um Cookner then. Who you got Saturday? We've got Comedy Sphinx who oh, are yeah, flying we spoke, in the but, league, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. So, so uh, we're a good side. I think that would be in the top two or three favourites for promotion, but yeah, nice. everybody's yeah. beatable. Of course, you, um, yeah. Like you said, win-win for you. You're not there, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If we win, it's all down to me. If we lose, it's, it's down to do them. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll be getting them in my office next week. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, obviously, thanks for coming on. 
Um, we'll get you on another time, like you said, later in the season and uh, just sit and review your season, basically. Yeah, thanks for yeah. making me on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, so not a problem. Um, that's not all, though. We're going to go into some local football. Um, just look at, obviously, the Cobblers. Cobblers back to winning ways, Sam. They are indeed, yeah. Yeah, a uh, big win for them at the weekend. I think they're 3-0 up against Bradford, obviously fifth in the league, so um, opens yeah, up. Great win, for, great win for them. And I think some of the players are definitely kind of stepping up a little bit more now, I feel, and kind of looking like they actually want the promotion. Yeah, definitely. Um, Williams, uh, local lad, obviously, he's banging goals in. He scored again Saturday. Yeah. Another goal for him. I think that's, is it two in two for him I now, I think be, yeah. Humble um, local lad, though, really, really much so. Yeah, yeah. I just missed him in the barbers the other day. <laughs> the barber told me, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm saying you missed the barbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was like, I've been messaging him and everything, and it's not getting back to me. So, Sean, come on, get another shout out. Be listening, man. Just with that as well, I think I've seen, um, as I was speaking with Biff earlier, that um, the Cobblers have put their under 18s, under 19s captain on loan at Wellingborough Town at the current time, Dylan Hill. Nice. Uh, really good player, and I think obviously playing locally will give him bit more exposure to kind of that level of football kind of helping him go forward from there I reckon. yeah no fair play um Bratley Town another team we like to talk about um FA Trophy this time they lost unfortunately this was to a National League South side um but I mean uh what are they I'm beating in 10 in the league back hopefully winning ways on Saturday there uh, it Blythe Spartans. Blythe Spartans. My sister lives in Blythe, so I'll be sporting the Blythe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're down, I think, the second from bottom. So, uh, hopefully, uh, Bratley Town will get back to winning ways. Like. I think Roger and Co are doing a good job there, haven't they? Yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he's a great lad as well. When we spoke to him, hmm. he's, uh, say, he's experiment for us yeah. to yeah. speak to him. That's, um, in the League Cup final, didn't he? He did, yeah. He might have got promotion with Rickham when he was there as well. I think he did. Yeah. I think he played alongside. I've got Luca Purse that plays for me. Mm. His dad's Darren Purse that played for oh, yeah, the yeah. Cup final, scored against Liverpool in the League Cup final. Mm. Nice. So I think I think them two were partners to St. Hearts. Yeah, nice. nice. Um, yeah, so he's going to. Well, he's, he's, he's told us he's going to do another interview with us soon, so that'll be a good one to look out for. Yeah. Um, Jay, your game the weekend? David Green development, I think you got in you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, are you back playing again now? Yeah, 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 well, I'm back playing now. Yeah, you're looking forward to that one? Yeah, looking forward to this one, mate. Um, obviously, combination there as well, we always focus on. Um, we already spoke about your game, Sam. Oh, yeah, mate. Massive was, win. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, yeah, and obviously, um, when I got seen scouting the week before, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously paid off for us, it though, did, didn't yeah, it? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Might have got a few dirty looks and a few um, hand gestures at the end of the game for me, <laughs> though. But uh, standard for you, Sam. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the pantomime villain. I keep telling you all this. <laughs> One thing we didn't mention yet has just come to mind there. Um, do you remember a few weeks back there was a bit of stick thrown about online between a few of the Chester and Blizzworth lads? Yep, did I wasn't it? one of them, funny enough. No, I know, but um, just a surprise. Any of, any of that get mentioned when the full time whistle um, went? I think the oh. sending off didn't help us, to be no. fair. Um, Robbo owes us a new medical bag because <laughs> he kicked seven bells of shit out of that, yeah. scissors flying everywhere. Um, but no, nah, I think but no, was it good spirits and everything played in good spirit other than sending off the lads? Did uh, they accept defeat well? Good spirits is a bit strong, um, but yeah, it was we we're all friends at the end, yeah. That's it. Obviously, when that's you come cool. away with a win, of course, you're going to be friends, aren't you? <laughs> um, no, further, looking elsewhere in the league, Mason's not here again, um, but Harpole, massive win for them, 
against Diamonds. Um, so it blows the league wide open, doesn't it? It does. It does. It makes us a bit more hopeful for promotion there. Um, I think it's the, a couple of the top teams to go up. So hopefully Diamonds don't get back to winning ways at the yeah, weekend. Yeah. But I mean, like <clears> half or down is sixth now. I think they're. You reckon they're in touching distance or are they a bit far away? Um, from what I've seen against Blizzard the other week, they look like they're a strong-ish side. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they're, as as we've found out, I'm sure they're signing a couple more players. Not sure they are yeah. yet. No, Mason was on earlier saying, uh, can't say who it is, but we've got some really, really good signings coming in. So, hope remains to be seeing. We'll, we'll see who they bring in. Like, but, mm. um, Corbin Pegasus, uh, they lost to Road. Good result for Road. Uh, Road, Road, Road were a good side. Yeah. As I said before, they've got them really two good centre-halves in Ben Jackson. I think he's still there. And um, is it Harry, I think it is, the big blonde defender? Um, so I think building on with them two, I think they should be doing all right. Yeah. Um, and Road have always been a strong side, to be fair. I think are they a bit hit and miss, though? So I'm sure they're, you know what I mean, they'll lose to one of the lower league teams and then get a good result against someone higher. And I don't know, they're a bit of a strange team, I think, aren't they? They are. I think stability-wise, I don't think they have enough players every week or one of those kind of issues that you have at that level. Ah. Um, uh, elsewhere, Corby SNL 1, Wollaston 2. Wollaston, a team you know a lot about. Yeah, we've seen them just a couple of times this season. <laughs> um, can they can they get up there? Were they a bit far away, do you think? Uh, I think Rhoda got more of a chance than they have, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Hayford nil, Elsbound 4. Jack's not going to be happy there, is he? No, no it's a shame we didn't get one this week. <laughs> um, Ketchum Nomads 8, Spratton 0. Bit of a stunner, isn't it? Yeah, massive result there. Ketchum Nomads climbing up the table, though. Um, They've got a good set of players, to be fair. Very strong, very solid. All the standard type of football you need for this level. Yeah, they, they seem to get there like... I mean, they weren't in the running. It was uh, Blisworth and Diamonds, wasn't it? They were... I know I was saying now they're gonna buzz above Blizzworth. No, let's not get it twisted. Blizzworth will be there at the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. The ability yeah, they've got yeah. there, like the ex-UCL players they've got there. They'll be there or thereabouts, to be fair. And uh Woodford free, Corby Strip Mills free, sound like a good game. It does. Interesting result that though, because mm. I thought Woodford would be turning it around with their new players they've got in and obviously the, the player that they took from Urchester. But obviously it's not turning around quite as quick as they'd no. expected. No. Um, I've just picked out some Sunday league games there, some massive, massive results there at the weekend. Um, obviously, Blizzworth, we talk about 15 0 against floor reserves. See, yeah. I'd suggest that quite a few of their Saturday players play in that Sunday. And, and I think uh, Lewis Leslie, we've got a Urchester plays for them on a Sunday as well. Oh, does he? Yeah. What, Lewis so. can play two games in a weekend. <laughs> this weekend, he looked like he was 24 all over again. He's running everywhere he was. Not a chance, not with them robot legs. <laughs> I'll let you tell him. Tell that. him Uncle Biff says, all in. I'm sure we'll have a listen. He's just followed us on Twitter. So. And I'm sure that you wanted him at the beginning of the season. I'm sure he told me that. I think he's living in Clare. <laughs> uh, Uncle Biff said no. <laughs> yeah. He's our um, vice captain at the minute. He's a kid. Good lad. Yeah, he's a wise old head, isn't he? Legs and bones. Yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the pitch a lot. Yeah. In the dressing room a lot. And he's at training a lot. He doesn't dress as well as his dad, or he wasn't a good footballer as his dad. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. How about his brother? We've heard a lot about his brother. Yeah, he's all right. I think Lewis is probably the worst out of the family. To be <laughs> and he's got a young son. I think he's probably behind him. Oh, God, Lewis is going to give me some stick when I see him next. Cheers for that bit. Uh, 
Um, another result, another massive, few massive results, like I say, Sunday League, Pittsburgh 10, Sands United 0. Um, That's a good result there, because I think um, Mountain First Team have got Sands at the weekend, didn't they? Have they, yeah. Yeah, might be right. Um, Oakley Diamonds, Jason, your, by your club's yeah, first, first team, team yeah. yeah, 7-1. And then Natives 10-0 against one of the Saxons reserves. Um, I mean, some massive results in that league. I don't know if you know too much about that league or not. I'm just looking at some of the names. Them names is what we're playing. A load of like seven years. <laughs> I've never heard of some of these teams. <laughs> Wellingborough Saxons. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit new football, isn't it? Mark, they know me. Um, one game I did see. I don't know if you lads have seen it. The eight barrels game, eleven-one against McPaid. They put all the goals up online. I don't know if you've seen them. Look, pay of keeper is <laughs> he is useless. <laughs> Go and have a look on their list. Yeah, I don't oh, think we're going to get him on the podcast, George. Do you, oh, pal? I'll see him on there. You don't want him on here. He dropped the mic. <laughs> 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 no, but I'll, I'll go and have a look at their Instagram because some of the goals were up. It's unbelievable, man. But um, Just, I like Barrels. Uh, Joey's a good lad. Um, he's coming on here, obviously, as well. But uh, they can't boast about that 11 1 win when the keeper's fucking. He might as well not be there. Like. Just obviously touching back on our local football, as it says here, that we've got a lot of um, local non league home games this week. Yes. Um, is, just yeah. reading them off. You've got yeah. Sylvie, Long Butby, Welly Town, Desborough, and Harborough. Uh, it's Mitch Austin's harbour, that I think. It is, yeah. He's mm. well. I don't want to keep dropping guests, but he's been in touch as well. Oh, is he? So yeah, we'll hopefully get yeah, him on. Don't in forget Cookner Helms. Oh, Cookner at home as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, I didn't put it in there because yeah. we were talking oh, about that, what's him, going on. I think you have the research on in that. <laughs> <laughs> research <laughs> <in> this <laughs> podcast, terrible, George. Actually, I was going to say at the end, you know, and um, we've got Cookner here as well. Going to put out ticket prices, venue, and time for him. You can, yeah. of course, you can. Good lad. Post it out. Um. One thing I was going to say to you there, obviously, the Nens Sunday League, they hold a lot of finals there at your ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for, for a club that hosts these finals, they don't have to take a lot of stick about the ground from the lads that have to play on it in the finals. What do you make of that? Because I enjoy playing there. I played in the final it's there. It's decent at the minute. It's been yeah. really good this season. Mm. And that, to be um, fair, so, as in what kind of stick for... Well, we, I remember last season. The wind, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. Oh, God, it is windy, <laughs> though, isn't it? Last... To be fair, it hasn't been that bad this year. Has it not? No. Last season, we went and watched the semi final there. And at the time, the lads were, it was the final was at Sixfield. And it got moved to Cookno yeah, yeah. because of Cobblers getting playoffs yeah. and all sorts. And yeah. They were fuming. What are you on about? It's a decent pitch, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we played in the final there, didn't we, Jay? Oh, right? um, we, yeah. we won the cup. We won the cup there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Were well, you yeah. even playing, Jay? Because usually you're injured or you don't turn up on time. Right. Right. Well, he had a good left winger in front of him. I know about that. No, I dealt with him, though, didn't I? Oh, I'm all about me, you know. He dealt with you as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, I, think, I don't know why it's good to say the pitch is decent. Nah, no, no, to be no, fair, no. I don't either because no. all the, the youth fixture fight, cup finals yeah. got moved to Cooknow last season yeah. as well. And it's a good clubhouse yeah. and things like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Change rooms are good. Mm. Yeah, no, I like playing there anyway. You say you've got lads playing race course every Sunday morning that are going to go and play at Cooknow. So oh, that's well. just a strange thing. Um, obviously, thanks again for coming on. No problem. Um, I don't know if we're plugging his game. So it's Coventry Spinks on Saturday. Yeah. Um, how much do the guys have to pay to get in to watch you guys? It is nine pound. Yep. But if you're a couple of season ticket holder, mm-hmm. I think it's half price if you bring your season ticket up. And I think it's three quid for concessions or four quid for concessions. So yeah, it's a little bit expensive, but it's a good level of football, isn't it? Decent level of football. You can go and have a beer. Mm-hmm. You can 
bring the beer out and watch at the touchline as long as you're not abusive in front the pains of people but it, support local football yeah, whether, whether it's Cookman um, whether it's Blisworth whether it's Harpool support local football 100% yeah. especially with say, the COVID stuff and all yeah, that, that well, went on. Say, teams well, need money World Cup mm. now no football on telly no yeah. you know Prem games on or anything you know what I mean you might as well get out there and go and watch it is a good watch and a good laugh because um, the other weekend, me and the lads, we went and watched um, Chenix play over at Mulway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was five pounds to get in, but in the clubhouse, it was like two pounds a pint. Yeah. So we didn't see no, much of the days, game. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you put the money back into local football. Man. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if, yeah. if they're doing all right, maybe the prices can be reduced and things like that because we all know we're at the minute we're in a financial crisis. crisis yeah, with, yeah. Yeah. With electric, with the lights and all that, so I think just like you, be a you guys, expensive, don't they? Yeah, of course, of course. Like you guys are giving a discount. I think um, Rothwell current teams are doing the same. I think for their first team, they've slashed their ticket prices in half yeah. to encourage people to come yeah. due to the energy crisis. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. And I like you say, here, it's, we went to a game every week and loved it because drinking there and you, you know what I mean. It's old school football, isn't it? That's what it's, yeah. it's proper. It's decent. It's the type of football you should be taking yeah. your kids to that's to get it, them acclimatized yeah. to football. I do that with Finn. Wherever I go to watch football, Finn comes with. Um, if it's Owen Chenex, if it's Cookno, yeah, yeah. um, he was even with me on the pre-season when we played Cookno. So like, it just it's good to get the kids involved. I feel because then when he gets a little bit older, he'll be wanting to play at these grounds and he'll want to be getting involved. And yeah. when he's old enough to have kids, he'll be bringing his kids to that. Because yeah, that, my, my lad brings uh, my grandson, mm. who's eighteen months old. He goes, man, sitting in his buggy, shouting, clapping <laughs> his hands. <laughs> that's that's goes, what it's all about, isn't it? He loves football. All of a sudden, he's eighteen, and oh, you've been around my house today, running around, kicking the football around. Loves it. Yeah. But with that as well, guys, if any of you guys do go to any of the local football, send us a picture on the podcast. Yeah, we'll, definitely. Uh, yeah, we'll and, certainly uh, promote those games for you. Like I said, I, I keep putting on Twitter as well. The teams tag us in your results, and we'll talk about your game. Obviously, we pick the combination out because most of the teams in there do tag us, share their result. Um, but I mean, if you want us to talk about your game, tag us in your in your your post, like, and we'll we'll definitely talk about it. Don't worry about that. Um, lads, Sam, who you got the weekend? Oh, we've got a cup game, I believe. And um, we have got the level of love, Rawns. Yeah, I think it's Rawns. Yeah. But it should be Rawns. I think I'm doing a scout it's, report on them tonight. Yeah. So it, I, I hope it's Rawns. County Cup, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Jay, uh, like you said, you've got David Green. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Carl, what do you think? Um, lads, thanks again for coming on. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Cheers. Pleasure. Peace. Cheers.